HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This episode of Time for Lunch is brought to you by the wonderfully Michigan Montmorency Tart Cherries. Learn more at choosecherries.com. It's time for lunch. Welcome to the season finale of Time for Lunch. This is a place to learn about eating, cooking, enjoying, and sometimes playing with your food. Each episode, we cover a new subject. I'm Hannah Forden. And I'm Harry Rosenblum. Tune in for food, fun, and flavor. We have a special guest here for lunch today, and it's up to you to guess who they are and what the theme of today's episode is. Are you ready? What shape are you? I'm more of a concept than a thing. I can take many forms. Hmm. Where can I find you? I can happen just about anywhere, most often on the grass or at the beach, but I'm just as fun in your living room, too. Wow, this is really hard. Can you describe yourself? Yes, I'm a collection of yummy food and drinks that's perfect for eating with your friends and family outside, although an indoor version can be just as fun. I like to be on a blanket. Can you guess what I am now? A picnic. Oh my gosh, Harry. Picnics are one of my favorite things to do in the summer. It's just so nice to be outside and have a nice meal and relax. Same here. I love picnics. Sitting in the grass or on the beach or even in your living room on a blanket on the floor is great. What do you like to pack for a picnic? I like to have bread and cheese, maybe some iced tea, and if you're hanging out with some grown-ups, some delicious wine. When I think of picnics, I think of fruit. Watermelon and cherries come to mind, and not just because we recently did some fun episodes about them. Although that does help. (laughs) And if you have cherries and watermelon, then you can have a seed and pit spitting contest. Unless you're in the living room, which it's probably a bad idea then. Yeah, I mean, it's really fun to have a seed and pit spitting contest, but I think watermelon seeds stuck to the TV would be really gross. (laughs) Since this is our final episode of the season, we thought we'd try out a different format. 
we're going to attempt a picnic where we're in two different places. So right now I'm in my apartment in Brooklyn and Harry and his family are in their backyard in Rhode Island. We're going to have a picnic together, even though we're miles and miles away. And if you'd like to join us, grab a blanket and some snacks and you can picnic anywhere you like. Hippo, you ate my dinner. No, I didn't. You're a lion. Wall, hey, thanks for holding me up. Floor, you're welcome. A bear walks into a restaurant. Server, what do you like to eat? A cheeseburger and some fries. Why the big paws? I don't know. I've always have had pi- had big paws. Now it's time for our question of the day. The answer to this question is somewhere in the episode, so listen carefully. Where is the world's largest picnic basket? Now keep an ear out for the answer. Coming up next, we're going to take you along to our picnic. First up, Harry's daughter Moxie is going to walk us through the menu. For our picnic, we have some homemade hummus, some cherries, some watermelon, um, some watermelon and feta salad, some bread, some cheese and meat and, and sausage and stuff, some uh, canned fish, and some turnips and radishes. Yum. I love that um, you have watermelon and cherries because that's in keeping with the themes of our season. Yep. And we also have forks at our picnic. And chopsticks. Yep. We have forks and chopsticks as well. We're sitting outside so we can see a bunch of pollinators. There's lots of bees around. Um, We're not eating any bugs per se as part of our picnic, but I bet you there's probably some bugs that are going to land on our food and we're going to eat them by accident. That looks gorgeous. So I heard that you guys are going to be doing summer camp at home this year. What do you think that's going to look like? I think that one parent is maybe going to talk to us, like work with us the first in the morning or something. Um, And then the other parent's going to work with us in the afternoon. But we are with our cousins. So our cousins and our uncles and aunts might join us. Like, our cousins might join us and have, like, a special day for pottery and stuff. Do you think at summer camp, Moxie, we should have a picnic lunch every day? Um, some days. Yeah. Frank and Moxie, I have one question for you guys. Since summer camp is a little different this year, and it's family summer camp, do you guys have any activities planned for your parents? When, like, when you guys are running. There'll be a day where you get to run yeah. camp. Mostly, we're going to have pranks. Oh, yeah? What kind of pranks? Refreshing pranks. Pranks that make you refreshed. Well, that sounds nice. Because it might be a hot day. Oh, are there going to be water balloons involved? Yeah. We're going to take a quick break, but don't go away. It's still picnic time after the break. This episode of Time for Lunch is brought to you by the wonderfully Michigan Montmorency Tart Cherries. 
Did you know that there are more than 1,000 kinds of cherries in the United States? But there's one extra special cherry called the Montmorency that I want to tell you about. They're tart cherries, which means they're a little sweet and a little sour. Michigan produces about 75% of the U.S. tart cherry production. That's the state that looks like a mitten, way up next to Canada. Montmorency tart cherries are grown on family farms and harvested in late July, early August. It's hard to find them fresh. 99% of tart cherries are processed into dried, frozen, canned, and made into juice. So we can enjoy them all year round. Yum! Montmorency tart cherries are one of America's superfruit, which means they're good for you! Not only are tart cherries delicious, but they provide nutrients and antioxidants that young eaters need to keep their minds and bodies healthy. Learn more about the wonderfully Michigan-grown Montmorency tart cherry at ChooseCherries.com. Welcome back to Time for Lunch. We have now reached the pinnacle of the season one finale of Time for Lunch... The Cherry Pit Spitting Contest. Okay, here are the rules. Each person gets three cherries. You have to pop the cherry in your mouth, eat the fruit, and then spit the pit as far as you can. Farthest pit wins. Frank is standing on the edge of the porch. He's chewing his first cherry. Moxie's also chewing her first cherry. We're ready whenever you're ready, guys. Ready. Round of applause! Moxie won that round. Very nice. You guys want to do it again? Uh, let's do it again. All right, here we go. Ready? Round two. We're going to get a real close-up here of the spitting. <laughs> Moxie Ann with the win number two. That's two out of three. But Frank, very, glo- very close second. Round three, I'm going to join in. Okay, we're going to take a break for some chewing. I swallowed the pit. Disqualified for swallowing pit. <laughs> I don't know, cause cause I was chewing it. I'm trying to swallow the wrong, the this one, the flesh, and not the <laughs> the pressures of competition. All right, here we go. Ready, Frank? All right, Hannah, count us down. On your mark, get set, spit. <laughs> Frank won. Do you have anything to say to your fans? Do you have an ex- acceptance speech? I have a lot of more jokes. Onion one, why are you crying? Onion two, I got cut. That's funny because usually when you when you cut an onion, you would cry. But this is funny because the onion's crying. That is funny. Have you ever cried from cutting onions, Frank? I've I've never because I've never cut an onion. I have, and cutting onions is really hard. Um, it, it hurts you a lot, but I know some tricks and tricks on how to cut them. Now, we've been learning a lot of fun facts about picnicking. Picnics were originally held indoors and were more similar to what today we would call a potluck, where each person or family brings something to share. They were meant as a more fun and loose style of a dinner party as compared to a formal sit-down meal. 
The world's largest picnic basket is actually a seven-story building in Newark, Ohio. It once housed the Longaberger Basket Company headquarters. And I'm going to go check out a picture of that right now. We'll be sure to put some on our social media. Coming up next, we have a great recipe for chicken salad from our friend Miley Carpenter, editor of Food Network Magazine and author of the book Food Network Magazine's Big Fun Kids Cookbook. Hi, I'm Miley Carpenter, editor of Food Network Magazine, and I'm here with my daughter Sawyer. We're from New York City. Here's an idea for a fun lunch. Design your own chicken salad. The fun part about this recipe is that you can make it exactly how you like it. Here's what you'll need. Four cups of skinless, chopped, or shredded chicken breast, a super simple dressing that will tell you how to make, and then a cup of whatever mix-ins you want. We'll walk through those options in just a second. To make your dressing, grab a large bowl and mix two-thirds a cup of plain yogurt with two teaspoons of lemon juice or apple cider vinegar, a teaspoon of Dijon mustard, a quarter teaspoon of salt, and a little fresh pepper. You'll want to whisk that until it's really smooth. Now, pick your mix-ins, and you can really pick anything. You're going to need a cup of whatever you want. Diced celery, carrots, apple, cucumber, roasted red pepper, avocado, onion. Try seedless grapes cut in half, raisins, dried cranberries, crumbled bacon, toasted chopped nuts, or even corn kernels. It's a ton of choices. So toss the chicken with the dressing you made and your mix-ins, and then if you want, add some herbs on top. You could add a couple tablespoons of chopped parsley, chives, cilantro, basil, dill, Chop it into small bits, mix it in, and there you have it. Personalized chicken salad just for you. Thank you, Miley and Sawyer, for the yummy recipe. Next up, we're going back to our picnic for a book recommendation from Frank. Frank, have you been reading any books? I have. And the book that I just got is... The the book that I just got is Wolf Pack Attack. It's about, it's about, um, Chima, and if you want to see what Chima is, you could go to the library or, or some, or get a book, and get Chima, and you can read it, and it's really cool. It's about an eagle a lion and an eagle a lion and a, a alligator are they real animals no they they're they're real the lions and tigers and eagles are real but but in chima in chima they're they can talk, so they're not real. They're also part of a um, a different kind of. They're, they're related to a toy. Is that right? Yeah, they're Lego. So you can you can play with them and get them, and you could basically do whatever you want. And you could redo the scenes from the books. At the beginning of the episode, we asked. Where is the world's largest picnic basket? And the answer is... 
The world's largest picnic basket is actually a seven-story building in Newark, Ohio. Thank you so much for listening to the first season of Time for Lunch from Heritage Radio Network. We had so much fun learning about the food we eat and the tools we eat it with. Listeners like you sent us their brilliant jokes, recipes, and book recommendations. We love hearing your voices on the show, so please send us anything you think we'd like to hear. We're going to take a break for a few weeks to gather some more stories for you. In the meantime, we'll be waiting with bated breath to hear what jokes you have in store for us. So ask your favorite grown-up to help you send us an email at timeforlunchpodcast at gmail.com. You can send us a video or a voice memo of you telling your favorite joke, and we might put it in the show. Thanks for listening to Time for Lunch. We'll be back with more tasty stories. The show is written, produced, edited, and hosted by Harry Rosenblum and Hannah Forden, with engineering by Liam Werner. Special thanks to Jess Kryanchich and Emily Kunkel for their help with the show. Time for Lunch is a production of Heritage Radio Network, the world's pioneer food radio station. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. Time for Lunch is powered by Simplecast. And if you've been enjoying the show, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and tell your friends to check Time for Lunch out. We can't wait to connect with new listeners in season two. We'll be back soon.